to Simon, to Reuben, to Judah, whatever, name them all. They are all the names of the children of Jacob. Are we okay? And they became the 12th tribe of Israel. Now, among these 12 children of Israel, or among these 12 children of Jacob, I'll be intertwining Jacob and Israel. So if you get Israel, I don't mean the country, I mean the name Jacob, all right? So among these 12 children of Israel, scripture said the Lord Jesus associated himself the more with Judah. Among, not even the first but not even the third but the second but in the second but we see Jesus Christ was introduced to the world um, he was the second person to be introduced after God came, that Jesus came, that the Holy Spirit God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit so maybe he should have stood himself with the second born or maybe the third born because of Trinity or maybe the first born because the first son of, of God, are we okay? but he chose to associate himself with the fourth born of the sons of Jacob and Leah the fourth born and one way or the other, we could equally say that Leah was one way or the other illegitimate in the marriage because she stole another person's place. And yet Jesus decided to be associated the more with Judah, the fourth son of Leah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because his name was praised. And the more, why did Jesus decide to associate among the twelve sons? If you even had Joseph among the twelve sons of Jacob. There was a son of um, Rachel, the, the sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin. He could have even associated himself with Joseph. His father's name, Joseph. But then he chose to associate himself with Judah, the more. And why is this the book of Genesis 49 verse 8 to the verse 10 makes us understand why Jesus chose to associate himself with Judah because he is called the lion of the tribe of Judah not the lion of the tribe of Joseph or the tribe of Benjamin he could have also himself with Rachel because Rachel was loved of Jacob but he chose Leah rather move on man of God the book of Genesis chapter 49 verse 8 to 10 yes please mm-hmm. Judah mm-hmm. you are the one who your brother shall praise okay so now before that how should I further this thing was happening when it was time for Jacob or Israel to die. And so before he would die, he decided to distribute blessings upon his children. And he was blessing his children according to their birth, from Reuben to Simon to Levi, and then he came to Judah. And this is what he said upon Judah. And this is why Jesus chose to associate himself more with Judah as the lion of the tribe of Judah. And not as the lion of the tribe of Reuben, but the lion of the tribe of Judah. And this is why, move on, man of God. Mm-hmm. Your heart shall be on the neck of your enemies. Okay. Your father's son shall bow down to you. Your father's sons shall bow down to you. Your father's sons shall bow down to you and your hand shall be upon the neck of your enemies your father's sons shall bow down to you now we are the children of god coupled with jesus being the son of god we are even a son of god but he is the son of god and we be the children of god we find ourselves bowing to jesus are we here your father's sons or your father's children will bow down to you to the praise. And we equally find ourselves bowing to Jesus, the son of the father. We are all an heir of God. Jesus is equally an heir of God. And yet we find ourselves bowing down to the firstborn of the father. 
Judah. Yet Judah is not a first one. Good one, man of God. Yes, man. Judah, a lion's cub. A lion's cub. Judah, a lion's cub. And Jesus is not a sheep. In his story, he is not a goat, he is not a serpent, but he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And all the people of Jacob in Jacob's house were shepherds. Jacob's profession was a shepherd. It was true watching after the livestock of Laban that he got Leah and Rachel to marry. So their responsibility or their profession at the time was being a shepherd. And Jesus equally is the shepherd. The chief shepherd. Are we here? But then, as much as they are shepherd, Judah distinguishes himself from this, the sons of Jacob because the blessing his father gave him was for him to be the lion's cap. Move on, man of God. And the leadership of Satan will be removed. Okay, move on. Move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have gone high up the mountain. Uh-huh. He stood down. Mm-hmm. He felt like a lion, mm-hmm. and like a lioness, mm-hmm. who dares provoke and rouse him? He behaves like a lion. Who, who dares to provoke him and to arouse his emotions with anger? Judah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Verse 10. Mm-hmm. The scepter of leadership that shall not depart from Judah. The scepter of leadership will not depart from praise, will not depart from Judah. So where do you expect Jesus to be? Where leadership will be, where the center of leadership will be, is where you will find Jesus to be. Are you here? Because if not, he can be the son of the father, and another time he can be something else because he, he, his position will be shaken. But today he is the son of the father, and still the son of the father. Today, the same Jesus we have yesterday is the same Jesus we have today, and the same Jesus we will have forever. Because the scepter of the leadership will not depart from Judah, and he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. So Jesus preferred to be more associated with Judah than with any other sons of Jacob. So if you check the blessings, the father began to bless his children when he saw Reuben, he says, you are my firstborn and ye shall be blessed, but ye shall be unstable. Then he blessed them and blessed them and blessed them. He continually to bless them. But when you go to Judah, you are my firstborn. However, the scepter of leadership will not depart from you. You are the lion of scale. This is what he declared upon him. And Jesus chose to associate himself to be called Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He did not choose to be called Jesus, the lion of the tribe of companion Levi. But he chose to be called Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Not Jesus, the lion of the tribe of weeping. Not Jesus, the lion of the tribe of sorrow. Not Jesus, the lion of the tribe of complaining. But Jesus, the lion of the tribe of grace. Are we here? So he could have associated himself into the tribe of weeping. Into the tribe of tears. Into the tribe of pain. But he said, I am the lion of the tribe of praise. The lion of the tribe of praise. When we hear Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, what he's actually saying, he is the chief praiser. Ay, 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 ay. Say, Abano praises more, he's the chief giant. 
in the presence of the Father. But you do it even know that our prayer doesn't even go directly to the Father. It goes even first to the angels, even to the elders, before it even gets to the Father. Because scripture says, before the Father, there are 24 elders, and before the 24 elders, there are bowls which are called incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And sometimes they even get to decide how the answers are given to the saints. Sometimes we think it's the Father answers our prayers. Not every time. Sometimes it is the 24 elders before the Father. Scripture says that. Scripture says that. They have the bowls of incense where the prayers of the, of the saints are daring. And sometimes they answer the prayer. And so when even the answer is given unto us, we don't even receive the answer directly. It is given to angels to release unto us. So the angel of the Lord says, he said, Daniel, the day you prayed, answers was released on that same day. But as I was delivering the answer to you, that the, the prince of Persia helped me hostage mm. until I called upon the angel of the heavens of war to help me. And he's still fighting them. When I am done delivering the message and I go back, we are going to fight again. <laughs> so God has answered Daniel, and yet God did not bring it directly. He sent the angel to bring the answer of the prayer. I'm not saying we should pray to angels. All I'm saying is you should understand sometimes how prayers are directed to the Father and how answers are released unto us. So we don't find a way to undermine the presence of angels in our midst. When we are praising the Father, we don't seek to undermine our praises because the angels are presently looking at the heart of men. How were they able to determine that this woman gave more than everyone even though her offering was the least of all? It was because of the presence of the angels in this place that were able to tell. Ah. He is the Jesus, the lion of the tribe of priests. And we should come into his courts with praises. Jesus is a dancer. Ah. Jesus is a praises leader. Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's not the lion of the tribe of weeping. It doesn't mean that we should not weep in prayer. It doesn't mean that we should not weep at any time. But he said that if we are weeping, our weeping must be meaningful. The reason why John was weeping before the father was because he thought there was no way out. And that, that weeping was unnecessary before the 24 elders because they said, ah, but are you not seeing what we are seeing? You are weeping because you thought there was no one to save the, the, the earth. And yet, look at the lion of the tribe of priests is coming to save. So why are you weeping? Sometimes you weep because you don't know the end. We weep because we, don't, we think there is no solution. We weep because we think we have gotten to the crossroad. But he says, Jesus, the lion of the tribe of priests, he cometh for you. He is worthy to open up the scroll. Even the 24 elders of the heavens were not worthy to open up the scroll. But the lion of praise was worthy. Some of you don't know what you can be able to access if you allow yourself to praise God the more than you complain the more. So scripture says the other day that Paul and Silas they were in prison. Acts chapter 16. 
they were increasing. And then suddenly, they were praying. And then they were praising the Lord. They were singing hymns to the Father. But what was more surprising to me again is the fact that these people are already in jail. They are already in prison. And that the, the, the prison, there is a prison gate that prevents them from getting outside. There is a guard before the prison gate. And yet Paul and Silas, because they were preaching the gospel of Christ, they were bound with chains in prison. They were bound with chains and shackles in prison. There is a prison gate. And yet he still bind me. You put me in chains. My hand is in chains with handcuffs. My legs are in chains, still in prison. So I do not step out to go and preach the gospel. Thieves were in the prison with no chains. Armed robbers, murderers were in prison with no chains. But me, a preacher of the gospel, I'm in prison with chains, with handcuffs, in prison. I thought they only give them a handcuff when they enter the prison. When they enter the prison, they remove them. But Paul and Silas almost different. And when they were in the prison, when they could have been complained to the Father, I thought it was all glorious with you in preaching the gospel. They could have been complained to the Father. Why should I enter here? Are you not my God? You see, the Father could have prevented the soldiers from arresting them instantly. So why did the Father also allow them to enter the prison? Because for the problem to have occurred, he could have even opened their eyes to see that they would be arrested that day and not even enter. Or not even go to preach that day. But he allowed them to go and preach. They did not know they would be arrested, but they went to preach and they were arrested. The father could have stopped that arrest, but he still allowed them to be arrested. To be put, he, he, his servants were put in chains. Is the father was is he not is he not the one who says the heart of men are in the hands of, of, of in the hands of God? And yet you couldn't just control the heart. Of these soldiers to prevent me from entering the prison. You couldn't just control the heart of soldiers. Paul and Silas could have been saying all these things. They could have been complaining about the Father with all these things. But scripture says that they only prayed to the Father. And they began to sing hymns to the Father. They began to sing praises to the Father. Listen, they were not complaining. The reason why they were even praising the Father is because of their situation. For some of you who have said, oh, I'm in chains, I'm this, so I cannot, I, 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 I cannot praise the Father. I am sick, so I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot pray. They were in chains in prison. And yet they were able to give glory to the Father. They were blind. The, their movement were restricted. And yet they still overcame their movement and that restriction. And they were able to praise the Father. We have so many excuses why we don't want to fast today. We have so many excuses when we know we are supposed to pray. We do not want to pray. We have so many excuses not to wake up from midnight and pray. We say we are tired. And yet Paul and Silas were in prison. And still they found time to praise the Father. They could have used that as a reason and he said they are not going to praise the Father. They could have complained more and more and more. But scripture said they began to praise the Father. And when the praises of the of this servant entered into the heavens, scripture says again that and the Father inhabits the praise of his people. And the Father inhabits the praise no, no, no. The Father inhabits the praise of his people. The Father inhabits the praise of his people. So when Paul and Silas began to praise the Father, then the Father appeared in the praises. And when he appeared, scripture there was an earthquake. 
now, when they were praying, nothing happened. Or when they were praising, something happened. That's the funny thing. When they were praying in the place, nothing happened. Until they began to praise the Father. See, in that situation, they were praising the Father. The problem was the reason why they had more feet to praise the Father. For some of us, we think that, that God, God has to do something good for us before we praise Him. Father, I thank you for my life. I thank you for my food. No, but they were thanking God and praising Father for their things. We thank you that we are bound in prison for your sake. We thank you that we are persecuted for your sake. We thank you that our names are destroyed for your sake. That is what they were saying in the prison. And you, if your name is destroyed small, you go and hide and say, no, you will again. You do mistakes more, you say, you, you, you won't do ministry again. I am unworthy. Judah was also unworthy, per se. My goodness. My goodness. The lion of the tribe of Judah. They were praying at midnight. And they were praising the Father at midnight. And then the Father inhabited the praise of his servant, Paul and Silas. But you see, when we read the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25, I'm going to go read it for us. He says that when they were praying and praising or singing hymns to the Father, the other prisoners would hear him or could hear them. You see, they were praying the Father, but the other prisoners in the prison could hear them praising the Father. The book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. That about midnight, mm-hmm. as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. Uh-huh. Of praise, singing hymns of praise to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. The other prisoners were listening to them praising God. See, they were singing hymns and praise to God. Not for God, but to God. You see, it's not like they were singing hymns and praise for God to do something. No. They were just enjoying where they were. Where they were. They were enjoying the bondage. Ah. Sometimes we should enjoy the problem. And know that the Father will take control of the problem. We should, we, should, we should enjoy the place that we think we are confused and there is no way out. For we know the Father is in control. But when they were doing so, the other prisoners were hearing them. Some of you, when you have praise right there, you don't want to even clap, they are there watching. You are quiet. I'm praising God in my hand. <laughs> you are praising God in your heart. And you, when it is time to praise the Father, He says, Please be careful of the testimony you share. You are afraid of the devil to steal your testimony, and the God that gave the testimony. Hey, believers. Yeah, I know there is wisdom in giving testimony. But it doesn't mean we should shut our mouth when God does something for us. It is again for us to also give testimonies when we're having a problem. And I do it every time. I share my problems as a form of praise to the Father. As I talk to you right now, I'm doing this, I know God will answer. And God does it. That is how I do it. I teach every time. One of God, I do it every time. I do it every time. So sometimes you may think I'm sharing my problem with you. You can't solve it. You, you, you can't solve it. You, you can't. But I'm praising the Father with you. I'm making you be the other prisoner who is hearing me praise the Father. 
and once you are hearing me, you shall see the glory also. When the angels of God arise in the praise of the Pope and the Silas, the earth shook, there was earthquake. The whole prisoners felt the earthquake. They didn't only feel it. The prisoners, all their prison gates were open. It was not only Paul and Silas whose prison gate got open. The other prisoners have their gates opening. They were not praising the Father. They were just hearing Paul and Silas praising the Father. Sometimes some people need to hear you praise your Father. Then your status. You will not praise your Father on your status. Every day it is you. Breathe some air. Breathe some, some sunshine. Beauty for your day. Something, 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 something. Every day, some sad thing. Every day. Oh. When will you praise the Father on your status? When will you praise the Father on your social media? When will you give glory to the Father of your business? When will you make all men see that the Father has brought you thus far? You went to school and so what? Others went to school in their home. You know how to do ABC and so what? Others know how to do that. They are somewhere. They are not doing well. Make God know that you are grateful. And as much as you are making God know you are grateful, let others know you are grateful for what God has done. Paul and Silas were praising the Father. They could have been quiet doing it. But they did it for the prisoners to also hear them and praise the Father. So then when the angels of God appeared in the prison, it was easy for the prisoners to resonate with them that no, these people are the cause of this earthquake that the doors have opened unto us. They knew it was Paul and Silas who caused it. Funny enough, when the angels of God came down, you see, God says he inhabits the praise of his people. But then when Paul and Silas were giving praise, God did not come down, angels came down. So I'm telling you again, when we are praying, it's not necessarily directly to God. It goes through channels. So when the angels came, they were representative of God dwelling in the praise of his people. And when God dwells in the praise of his people, he's not silent when he comes to dwell. There is a shaking. There is order. You see, the prison gate did not just open, but the chains binding Paul and Silas also got broken. Why? Because God cannot bear to see his people praising him in chains and in shackles. When he says that, I wish or I will above all things that men will lift up their holy hands everywhere Worshiping the Father or praising the Father. He wished that every man will lift up their holy hands. How can they lift up their hands if they are in handcuffs? Everywhere. Everywhere. Not some places. Even the hospital, we are praising the Father. We, are, we, will, we will call them Bluetooth device. <laughs> in the Trotsky, we are praising the Father. We will not use earpiece. Also, we are not here. You have to see your shouting. <laughs> on the street, we are praising the Father. You will see these guys who are selling on the street, and at some point they are hearing some song, and while they are selling, they are dancing. They are, they are doing something while they are holding their, their rope of what they are telling themselves. And we Christians, with our shirt and tie, and we are walking, and we, we, we are so holy, God, that we can't even pray the Father on the street. We can't even blow in God on the street. So you, 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 you are somewhere where you are walking and prayer is going on on the page. You can't even join because people will say you are praying. 
You are cooking and prayer has started. You can't put the phone plus you once you are cooking and be praying. You are sleeping, prayer has started. Wake up! You say, I'm going to prayer. You are not in chains yet. And yet you come to wake up and pray. What if you are in chains? Paul and Samas prayed to the Lord, even in chains. They even found a reason to praise their father because of their problem. They found the problem to be the reason why they need to praise the father. They didn't wait for that miracle of the prison gate to be opened first before they praised the father. All I'm saying for you to understand is that we don't only praise the father because he has done something good for us. We praise the Father when even He takes someone away from us. We praise the Father when even something is not going well in our life. Are we here? David was going through challenges and yet he praised the Father. When you pray, he praised the Father until his garment went off. You think he was just jubilating? David was going through things. David had just killed his friend for their wife. And he knew he had done something great against the father. <laughs> and one of those excuses, I'm not feeling well, so I can't I can't do the fast today. I can't pray today. I can't have the church today. That is the more reason why you should even pray more. It's the more reason why you should praise God more. And one question I ask them: Where do you get your healing? Silas found a reason to praise God in the prison. They were praising, they were singing songs to the to the Father, to the Father. Why would they be praising God in prison? So why are they in prison? Entry to prison is it a miracle. To enter into prison and be in chains is it a miracle. To be in bondage is it a miracle. To have an accident is it a miracle. But they were thanking God for that accident. They were thanking God for their present state. For they knew this is not where they will live all their lives. They knew it was back for a moment. Let's read the scripture in the book of Hebrews 13, verse 15. It says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Let us offer a sacrifice of praise. Praises must be a form of sacrifice. We must sacrifice to come to church. We must sacrifice to praise God. And in doing so, it is a form of sacrifice. It's a form of offering to the Father. And he says something again. He says, continually, not some days, continually, all day, every morning, every afternoon, every morning, every evening, all day, continually. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks. Present continuous. Giving thanks. The fruit of our lips. What is the fruit of our lips? You know, some of you, when you are when you are praising the Father and giving Him the fruit of your lips, what you are you, you are usually seen to have been doing is that, Father, I thank you. Ah. And so, when some of us we say, let us pray in tongues, you they say, Ah, you know, you're can answer and we are thanking God for 13 minutes and you don't understand why. So sometimes we night cry. Some people they will wait for Thanksgiving is over before they join. 
because they don't want to join for that 10 minutes or 15 minutes of thanksgiving. The fruit of our lips. The fruit of our lips is not just for us to just stand up and just say, thank you, Father. In the Greek word, which has to do with the fruit of our lips, it simply means that saying things that are in agreement with the word of God. So, praising the Father with the fruit of our lips is simply saying things which are in agreement with the word of God. So, what is praises? Praises is as saying things in agreement or that best has a concept with the word of God for us. Okay. So, God, if I'm sick right now, I'm supposed to praise the Father. How am I supposed to praise the Father? He says, by his stripes, I'm healed. In doing so, in making those confessions continually, it is a form of praise. That I wish that you will be in good health and you will prosper. Oh, for we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. You see, you must make those confessions. Father, I thank you for making me sit with you. I thank you for making me praise with you. I thank you for the opportunity to enter into your God and praise with you. When we are praising God, we're not only praising all. We are praising with the Father. And a simple demonstration of that is when we are in church and we are praising, alright, and we are doing praises, you will see that sometimes we'll go around and then someone will come into the middle and begin to do some dance move. What we don't know is that the person in the middle is a typology of God in the middle. And we are going on praising the Father. Uh, and the person in the middle, at the point in time, becomes the chief praising person. So the move the person will do is what we will follow. The move the person will do will begin to help the person. Do you get it? But then we don't understand and we then take it as a form of some form of vibe kicking. But what we are doing is praising the Father. So when we are doing those praises and someone comes to the middle, we should understand that what we are doing is praising the Father. Are we here? Are we here? So sometimes you see some people, especially the youth, when they are praising, and when praises time has come, you will see one person will come and stand in front, and then the rest of the people will be behind. This person will be controlling the dance move that is going on. You think what is going on? The line of the tribe of praise. Jesus. So some of the things that happen in church that we do it impulsively. We don't know we are doing what is done in heaven. But they are implanted. You know, I, I keep learning with everything that happens around me. I, I, I was there during the week and someone from um, Canada says, Bishop, I'm making something come to you, okay? I don't know what it is. And someone called me and said, I'm bringing you, this I should bring you goat. So I thought it was goat meat. Okay. I was there now, then goats come. Ah. Find goats. He said, choose your own. Choose the one you want. I said, I got this goat one. But they gave me plenty goat to choose the one I want. Then I chose from it. Alright. And I gave a joyful shout to the father. <laughs> so from that day, I became uh, is it Ali Du and the goats? <laughs> Alright, so uh, every morning, you know when, when I get something new, I like to wear it most of the time, so I like to look at it every time, you know. Uh -huh. So well, every time I'll go and check if the goat is there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, <laughs> so that's how I am when I get something new, you know. I, I cherish things like no matter how things, I cherish them. So I went to check every time. Then I didn't know the food to give this goat because the food I know they give to goats is not in my hood. So how, what do I do now? So I try to roam with the goat. If I tear something for the goat to eat, the goat will not eat it. It wants to go and tear it itself. What is this goat? 
So we'll go around and then he sees eats food. So he, he ate all the food at that place. The next day, I sent it somewhere else to go and eat. This one we would eat. It found its own food for itself by sniffing the grass or the weeds. And I'm asking myself, animals or this animal are supposed to just eat grass or weeds, whatever it is. Why are they selective? How do they know this one is food for me and this one is not food for me? So there, there are two grasses. One is short and one is longer. They eat the longer one and they don't eat the short one. And I'm asking myself, ah, how are they able to tell? It's the same grass, but I just need it. And I'm asking myself, what's I'm looking at the boat? Ah. Okay. So God has even given animals a level of wisdom to be able to identify their own food. Mm. There are things that God has given us and implanted in us without us asking. And part of those things is to be able to know how to praise the Father. So I, I wanted to see the, know something from the goat. So I love the goat. I used to hold the goat when I tie it, okay? So, so I don't, it doesn't run away. My first goat. <laughs> so, but I left it. I was just watching. The when it is done eating, it comes to me. So it knows I am the master. After eating somewhere, it comes to me. I direct it to another place. If we can be able to go to our master when our food is finished and he will direct us to where food is, we will not suffer. I must learn a lot from this goat. So one way or the other, I began to develop some form of love for this goat because it, it, it seemed to have understood me. Because I, you are after, after, after eating, you come to me again before I show you where to eat again. Do you understand this? It could have gone to another part where it where the grass was healed. But it still came to me. So imagine what we do if we come to the Father every time. We think we are worrying God. So you put it on WhatsApp, what are you going to whatever? Let's help you. He said, Bishop, I didn't want to worry because I know you have a you have a problem. Are you, are you sick enough? You do, that I have my problem, so you don't come with a problem. Why am I there? Can you solve my problem? That's why I'm not coming. You can't solve my problem. Come with your problems. That is why I'm there. Don't let the enemy lie to you because you have, I have my problems, so you don't have my problem, you can't solve it. So, Master, bring your problems and solve them for you. Don't die with them. This God keeps coming, and I keep sending to where it must go. Surprisingly, when it was time to kill the bullet, I didn't want to stop the bullet. It was time to kill the bullet. <laughs> God will not kill you like that. <laughs> so, after learning what I need to learn from the goat, I didn't want to stop the goat because I don't know where else to go and get food for the goat. No. Uh, I called Pastor Peter. We would say, oh, there's a place that they can feed the goat for you, blah, blah, blah. We went to that day when we were going. I gave him the goat to go and do it. I was with him. But I couldn't bear going myself, holding the goat, and sending the goat to the slaughterhouse. Do you understand me? I, so he may not have understood why I am holding it. I would have held it myself. Because me now I put that for the car inside with the boat. With the Yeah, but I, I felt something for about the goat. Because at the point when the goat is there and the sun is scorching, I said, come. The goat comes. Sincerely. So I was telling her that ah, I didn't understand why this goat was there. So I wanted to test it. I said, move left, it didn't move. <laughs> I, didn't understand. I didn't understand how I could tell the goat to come and it stops eating and it comes. 
you know. So, so I sent it somewhere else to go and eat, and it was eating. Maybe it could have been that maybe he was not eating, and that's why when I said come, said he even came. So I was testing myself that. But this goat hears the voice of men always like he's just playing with me. But I didn't want to go with him to the slow down. So when they went there, I was there, but a boy, they go. He sent it, but it's not the owner. <laughs> uh, the owner, I can't kill it. But I want you to understand that even if me, I can develop that sense of sentiment for a goat, an animal, and learn from the animal like that. Imagine the kind of relationship we have with the father. Every time we go to the father with our praises, with our problem, imagine how the father feels. He feels a sense of belonging. He feels, yes, you acknowledge him as your father. The father wants us to come boldly with our problems every time. He, that is what makes him know he is your father. Do you get it? When you have a problem, don't take it away from the father and think you want to solve it alone. Send it to your father. That's what, that is what makes him know you are, he is your father. Don't say I want to solve it first and when I cannot, I go to the father. One of the problems I'm facing currently with ladies is that they enter into a relationship, alright, and after getting to some certain levels of relationship, they come and ask you, Bishop, I want to know one of these is for me. <laughs> like this week, plenty of those things. I'm like, how? You are dating without making me know. Now the thing is getting intense. You want me to now determine if that person is for you. So what would you try to say? Well, I'm not I want us to learn how to go to the Father from the onset. <laughs> Let's learn to go to the Father from the onset. Not in the middle, not halfway, but from the onset. And we will obtain results. He is the Lion of the Judah of Praise. We should go to Him. We should go to Him. We should go to Him. And you see, even no matter what the problem is, we should learn how to go to him still in praises. Sometimes just go to him and not say anything but praise him. Every Monday is for Thanksgiving. You see, every day I pray, yes. I, I thank God before, before praying. But then Monday alone, solely for praises. Solely for Thanksgiving. Solely for thanking God. Every Monday. Monday, I will not ask God for anything. I will thank God. First and foremost for the service. Than for any other thing than for the sons of God, the house of God. Every Monday, dedicated for God. It's my tie to the Father. What is your own? What's your thanksgiving? What's your thanksgiving? I have taught you how to even share a problem with trusted people. And in doing so, it is you giving praise to the Father. We saying things that are in line with the word of God is praising the Father. Uh, I know I am going through this, but I know my God is able. I know my God has not left me or forsaken me. You see, that is you praising the Father, but I don't know. Talia, you know, this thing is happy for the corner of you. But you know, me and we are different too. Eh? We are the children of God. God knows what has to die. That all those things are proclamation of praise to the Father. It's not only dancing, it's not only shaking your body, but saying things that are in concert with the word of God. The Bible will not teach you dance move. So how do you know how to die? Eh, how to dance? The Bible never protests dance moves. How did you know how to dance? It was implanted in us by the Father to know how to praise Him. Scriptures don't teach us how to sing. Hymns whatsoever. It didn't teach us. But how do we know this one is worship song? This one is praise song? It is in us. The Father has placed in us an ability to praise Him. 
And we should be able to do so in this month of laughter and beyond. We should learn how to pray the Father. And when we praise Him, then there is a sudden earthquake. There's, the earthquake doesn't come to destroy things, it comes to bring order. There may be a shaking of the foundation, but the shaking of the foundation is to put you at the right position. Some of you, it was after you left church, there was something bad happened to you. But then you said, I'm sorry. And yet it is because you were jealous that nothing happened to you. God was shaking some things in your life to put things in order. And yet you attributed it to the devil. It is not everything bad that happens to us the devil. So before you buy some things and inquire, what is the will of God first? Are you here with me? Oh, I'm missing my goat. But I will, I will eat it this Christmas. You want to give God a fruit of our lips? Give God the fruit of your lips.